0: Hi, it's Thesis Thursday. Time to talk to friends from the University of Arizona about what they're working on, their plans for the future, and we even talk a little bit about music. My name is Bridget Thumb. From the University of Arizona, we are welcoming a junior who is majoring in molecular and cellular biology and minoring in astrobiology and biochemistry. Please welcome Kiara Hines. Thank you for having me. Tell me, what are you doing? So, I'm a part of the Baltruce lab. What I'm looking at is horizontal gene transfer in megaplasmids. So, a plasmid is a usually circular bit of DNA that exists outside of the chromosome, and a megaplasmid is just a really big plasmid. They can confer fitness benefits onto their hosts if they're in an environment that selects for this beneficial trait. Is that kind of like an airdrop? Um, so horizontal gene transfer is basically any other way of passing on genetic information that's not vertically from parent to offspring. Mm-hmm. So it is kind of like an airdrop. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Why are we looking at horizontal gene transfer? For regular plasmids or like normal-sized plasmids, the genes that get horizontally transferred aren't usually what we call housekeeping genes because these genes are very important to cellular machinery and horizontally transferring these in between the plasmid and the chromosome can interfere with how the cell functions normally. But with megaplasmids, we see a lot of what look like housekeeping genes on the megaplasmid that get horizontally transferred and we're not quite sure why. Oh, interesting. So these are genes that don't normally go anywhere. Correct. So, like, what I'm looking at is a gene that codes for protein called EFTU, and this brings the tRNA to the ribosome. So, it's very important and very, like, essential to how the cell functions. And it wouldn't make much sense for this to get transferred from the megaplasmid because the chromosome already has two copies. So, we don't know why this is here. And what I'm trying to look at is Basically, if this has a function on the megaplasmid and how it would affect the host phenotype if it gets deleted, if I make a mutant strain that has the deletion. Basically, I'm going to grow up the mutant and wild type in the same media and then plate it and then compare how well it will grow and produce. Basically. Yeah, like how, how successful it is. Um, in- At life. At life. Yes. <laughs> how is AI affecting your work? AI could potentially have a lot of uses in science. It can comb through data for us. Like if you collect just a bunch of data, it can maybe look for something that's significant and then present it to you. Speaking of the future, what are your plans for after graduation? I'm probably going to try to go on to graduate school. I definitely want my master's, maybe my PhD, I'm not sure. Probably something with astrobiological research. What do you listen to when you're when you're doing these amazing cosmic studies? <laughs> oh gosh, I, um, I really like to listen to alternative rock, a um, little bit of pop, a little bit of metal. There actually is a space-themed band that I like to listen to, Star Set. They're like rock, metal. I really like them. I also really like Linkin Park, Fall Out Boy. I like Sleep Token. Sleep Token just uh, released a new album and I'm loving it. Um, <laughs> and for a complete genre shift, I also really love Taylor Swift. Like, I have, been yes. non- <laughs> I have been non-stop playing your latest album. You're like, and by the way, I'm a Swifty. Yes. <laughs> nice. This has been so much fun. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming and bringing your fun energy to the radio station today. It was really great getting to know you. Thank you so much. It's really cool here. Your your building is amazing. Thesis Thursday is produced at KXCI Tucson. For more episodes, visit kxci.org.